Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Tutel Nuwana is along with you. Welcome to the weekend, boys and girls. Doesn't it feel good? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> Gosh. It's just so funny because, like, my night where I can go out or, like, do something is, like, Tuesday. That's why I don't have very many friends. <laughs> you got all the friends no, you need. I, yeah, I know, I know. But, like, some people are like, man, it's Friday. It's like, man, we work in sports. Saturday is big day. We almost always have something to, we got to go do. That's right. It's not as if we're complaining. I mean, I'd probably swing down Lady Grizz game, see what's going on tomorrow, regardless of if I was a banker, or a lawyer, or a sports guy. But st- you can't, now the difference is if you don't want to go or you got something else to do, you can't really. You still got to go. If your it. other options were banker or lawyer, what you doing? Lawyer. Oh, Me absolutely. Too. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Sutel Nuanas, uh, if you would like to listen live to this show and you're not near your com- your, your radio or it's just easier for you on a computer, 1029 ESPN is where you go. 1029ESPN.com. You listen live on the Listen Live tab. And there you uh, listen to that stream thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you would like to uh, check out the podcast, you can do that as well. Missed anything in the first hour, listen on the podcast, including our interview with Weber State head coach Randy Ray. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Check out the Two-Tail and Nuanas podcast. Thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel and Blackfoot Communications. If you'd like to call, you can do that. 329-1899, the phone number. All guests join us via the Rankish Brothers RV phone line. Culture will get into the uh, games tomorrow that are forthcoming, but we didn't touch on the women's games. Uh, I don't know that there's a lot of analysis that we need to do for Montana State. They blew out Weber State, as expected, at home. They are uh, now 7-1 and one in Big Sky Conference play, the Lady Cats, and they are, uh, they are rolling right now, welcoming Idaho State to the brick tomorrow. The Lady Grizz, on the other hand, uh, had what I think is the lowest point of their season yesterday. Uh, They fell 
uh, in, uh, in, I mean, fairly, I mean, what it ultimately was not close. 67, 53 was actually a close game down the stretch. And then Idaho state just put the lady Grizz away. Uh, you know, in the last 19, five minutes 19 or so. points in the second half period. 19 points in the second half. They gave up. The Lady Grizz made four shots, four field goals in the second half. I mean, that's that's not good. Uh, but 67-53. Idaho's 23. That's 17%. This is Idaho State's second win in 43 trips to Dahlberg Arena. The 45 trips. They've lost 43 times. Oh, lost 43. Okay. Two and forty-three. Oh, oh, two, all okay, time. okay. So second win in forty-five trips. Then, in any case, not good. And really, frankly, the worst when you consider this. This is uh, Coach Seton Sobolewski. 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 Yeah, Sobolewski. Okay. Uh, for Idaho State, said this after the game. Quote: I didn't think we had a chance. To be very honest, uh, I would say this is one of the most unlikely scenarios to get our second win here in the last 12 years. Why? Because he's had a couple of starters tear their ACLs. I mean, Estefania Ors was a preseason All-Big Sky selection. She's definitely their top returner, and she tore her ACL a couple months ago, so they've been trying to work back with her. Uh, I actually thought that Dora Goles, who had torn her ACL in the Big Sky tournament a couple years back, Andrew Houghton, he used to work for me at Skyline Sports. He's now covering Idaho State. Right. He's, car- he's on the women's beat. He said she kind of went to the floor and crumbled, and it was a very similar. His tweet seemed to made it seem like it was a very similar scene, but it turned out it was the same knee, but she didn't re tear it. Thank goodness. Mm. So, Dora is, is actually she just now returned to the lineup, but last night she was 0 of five, so she's still a little rusty. But but still, Stefania Ors is a, is a huge loss, and the fact is that Seton Sobolewski is playing four freshmen and two sophomores in his lineup. They had Idaho State had lost eight of its last eleven coming into this game, and uh, they were one of the teams that's supposed to be bad. And so for them to come into Washington Grizz, I mean, now you look Dahlberg. at Mon- or excuse me, Washington Grizz to come into Dahlberg Arena. Uh, I mean, you look at Montana. I mean, Montana used to be invincible at home, and even last year when Montana was only the seventh place team in the Big Sky. They still were so good at home. They beat Idaho State, who got a bye in the tournament. They beat Portland State, who ended up going to the NCAA tournament. They beat Idaho, who won the regular season league title. The only team that, the only team of the four teams that got byes in Boise that they didn't beat at home was Montana State. But then you look at this year, I mean, Montana has already lost at home to Northern Colorado and Idaho State, and these are not the same Northern Colorado and Idaho State teams that we're used to seeing. Northern Colorado lost by 30 to Northern Arizona last night. So... Montana's searching for answers right now. They've now lost four out of five. They lost three in a row. It, it was trending down for Montana in the last you know week and a half or so. This game though, it, it, it's another level, man. I mean, it, it, this is this is a horrendous loss. This is as bad a loss as I've seen the Lady Grizz take in 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 years. And when when you consider all the scenarios and the factors going into it. After the game, Shannon Schwain said, for the first time this year, I felt like we had moments where we just did not compete. They've gotten after it for the most part this season, and I felt when we've left the floor that we've left it all out there. I'm not sure I can say, uh, I'm not sure I can say I feel that way tonight. Clearly, I mean, there was there was uncontested drives to the drives to the hoop that were scores, uncontested rebound, offensive rebounds for easy putbacks for Idaho State, and 
you know, I, I don't know exactly what I was looking at, frankly, in a lot of instances last night in that basketball game. Yeah. Uh, because it's not what we're accustomed to seeing from from Lady Grizz ever. And so and, and I don't know what the issue is. I don't know it's let's put it like this, it's not talent. You know, it's not that it's it is this the most talented team that Montana's ever had? No. No, no of course no. not. <laughs> but it but in relation to the opponent that they're playing last night? Sure. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is not that's not what the issue well, is. And and so you go, you know, at at some point Coach Swain's got to rally the troops and figure out what is what message is not being sent that needs to be sent to to get this group together and also what I mean maybe what adjustments have to be made actually on the floor. I mean there's all sorts of factors here, you know. It's uncharted territory for Montana where they're at right now. I mean there's so many different te- different factors that you can point to just from the fall from grace that is the Montana basketball program. I mean this is a team that that went to the NCAA tournament 21 times in 38 years. A team that, I mean, there's there's when you count regular season and tournament banners, there's close to 50 banners hanging at Dahlberg Arena that Robin Selvig helped hang. It, it's it's right. one of the great programs in the history of women's college basketball. Street and Smith Magazine had Montana as the seventh best program ever for almost 40 years. If you were the best player at Montana, you were the best player in the league. Period. Montana had multiple. First-team all-league talent, multiple first-team all-league talented players, and an MVP candidate for for almost forty straight years, and they have some 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 okay, pretty good talent right now, but they don't have a, in my mind they don't have a single first-team all-league level talent. But that's okay if you play with your top level of intensity. And when your mm-hmm. coach says that to me, that's a referendum on Shannon Schwain as well. You got to get right. your team ready to roll. Yeah. And I mean, a player like Mackenzie Johnson, she, she can be a, a, you know, one of those top 10 or 12 players in the league, a second team, all league type player. She gets by so much with hustle endurance. So if she's not bringing it, I didn't watch the game that closely last night. I was busy covering the men's games, but you know, the other thing that's really Really killing this Lady Grizz team is it's is the mental aspect of when it's going well, this team seems to thrive. And you saw it. I mean, it, it was only two weeks ago that they almost doubled up Eastern Washington. I mean, they beat Eastern Washington 92-54. That same Eastern team took Montana State to double overtime two nights later. Yeah. So they can do it, but at what point does the losses to the teams that that are not You're necessarily, yeah, I mean, yeah. again, Northern Colorado and Idaho State are not supposed to be in the top half of the league this year. Yeah. They both lost very decorated senior classes. They're both rebuilding, and they both have had injuries. Losing to those two teams at home, that really kills your confidence. But the thing that we've seen with Montana is that when it starts spiraling the opposite of positive, it gets so bad because collectively, for whatever reason, then they all start forcing shots. They've had two games in conference play already where they've missed 18 to 20 consecutive shots. They missed 18 straight shots last night. They missed 20 consecutive shots at Portland State. I mean, you're talking shooting below 20% and a half. That's crazy. Right. That's not just, you know, sometimes the ball doesn't go in the hoop. That's bad choices. That's bad offense. Like, totally. That's it. Yeah. Totally. And I think that that's some of their issue, too. I mean, th- this team, the personnel that this team has, they should and sometimes are 
the best transition team in the league. That's what Mackenzie Johnson can bring you is her ability to push the ball. And when they play her and Sophia Styles together and they can both push the ball, that's what Montana's at their best. Gabby Harrington's is a high motor player. That's what she brings is is just the hustle, getting the offensive boards, you know, getting your second chance points. Yeah. This team's not going to be like the old Robin Selvig teams where you get you into the half court, they pound you down low. They don't have Jace Henderson anymore, let alone some of the premier posts they've had in the past, like Holly Tyler and Katie Baker and Shannon Schroen herself. I mean, so many of their, so much of what they had with Selvig was just somewhere you could, when you when you need a bucket, roll it in the post, you yeah. get yourself a bucket. Yeah. They don't have that, but therefore then they need to continue to run and gun and push the ball because that's the one thing that they are really good at. That's one thing they really can do when it just comes down to try to run a set and then just shooting a 17 footer. That's a nightmare for this team. And that's, what's really been killing them to me. The biggest point of concern going forward for this team, because you think they're probably going to get right tomorrow against Weber state. We I mean, if they don't, that's a real question mark because Weber state, you know, Idaho state and Northern Colorado are down comparatively, but Weber state's just straight bad. They have all new. They have almost, almost all new players. They just they have a, a pretty young coach. This, this is a must win for the Lady. It's absolutely must win. Period. But then you start to wonder how does it creep in because you're you're losing in multiple ways. You can't identify one way. Like you hold Idaho scoreless in the third quarter and you still lose. Okay, it's on the road. It's a one point loss. You played the defending regular season champions well on the road. Maybe you can live with that. But then when you come out the next time out and you don't have the effort and your coach calls you out about it, then I think that when you're talking about losing because you don't shoot well or losing because you're on the road or losing because you can't finish or losing because you're not giving the effort, now you have all the factors in the middle of the table. That's when you start thinking about it way too much. they got to get right tomorrow. I still think this team could be a team that could push their way into the fourth, fifth, sixth type spot, both because of them but also because of the rest of the league. But they got to figure it out because right now – when it gets bad, it gets worse, and that's been the the trend of this program for the last couple of years, and it's it's something that needs to be addressed. Sutel Nuwanis, one or two ninety ESPN Radio, goes a little transition out of what was into what will be, and that is tomorrow night. Same same teams, different matchups. I guess it's tomorrow afternoon for the women, right? Tomorrow afternoon, the Lady Grizz yep, are at yep. two. I th- the Cats have to be at two, right? I mean, I guess they don't have to be, well, but, but Benford, the, the, Benford the, loves uh, matinees the assumption uh, would be that it's afternoon games uh, for uh, for the ladies in uh, Bozeman and Missoula, and then the, the men will play in the evening. But, Colton, let's talk about uh, the women men's team. Uh, yeah, both teams playing, too, yep. Okay, thank you, David. Uh, sorry, I, I blew right through while you were talking, talking over you. That's my bad. I'll work on this, okay? Sounds good. Montana State coming off a huge win, Coulter. All the games are close. I would bet that the Idaho State-Montana State game is going to be a close one. What would it do for Montana State to beat Idaho State, who's a team that, that I mean, I don't know. I, I, I Call it a pick em game or whatever, but to go on this road swing after having lost two straight at home, if they were able to get not back two but above 500 and, and sw- have a road sweep, I mean, that would put Montana State right back into exactly where they want to be, right? Well, absolutely, yeah, and and I think that. What do you think of this factor? Ryan Looney and Danny Sprinkle were both finals for the Montana State job before Sprinkle was hired, and then Ryan Looney took the Idaho mm-hmm. State job. Is that a factor? I mean, it's not for the players. I don't right. think it's it's an interesting. It's a factor deal. for one guy, right? Ryan Looney. That's right. I mean, it might be a factor for Danny Sprinkle too. Sure, but Looney's thinking. You know, if if he wins, he can think. Uh, I bet you they wish they would have hired me. Here's the thing. It's going to be pretty tough to beat out Danny Sprinkle for a job at Montana State.
Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. You know, well, right. Like when he got hired, that's what we said was that it was almost a must hire because he's the last guy that has experienced success at a really high level as a player that's still in coaching. You got to hire this guy at some point. He's applied for the job multiple right. times. That's right. And I, I just think that, you know, uh, uh, there's a lot of guys who have not gotten a lot of jobs. And of all the jobs that you don't get, if there's an explanation beyond, oh, they thought he was a better coach than I am, I'm going to prove him wrong. You know, you could. You, there's, there's a lot of reasons why Danny Sprinkle was probably the right guy for the job at Montana State over Ryan Looney. That said... Doesn't mean it's not anything, you know. I sure. it's still these guys are competitors, you know. Even you know, completely as coaches as well. I just think uh, this is this is you know another game with with uh, major implications to me for Montana State and the direction ultimately of their season. I mean, they could, you know, they could be ten and ten when it's all said and done, heading into the Big Sky Conference tournament, certainly. But um, there is. You know I don't think that momentum is is much of a thing, but what is a thing is is something like belief and something like positive vibes. You know what I mean? I don't mean that in like a weird, like, you know, mystical way. I'm just talking about like the good energy of, uh, you know, the excitement of looking forward to being on the team, of getting together with the guys. Hey, right. we got a couple of W's. Let's go to work. Now it's Cat Grizz week. Let's go play some ball. It's going to be fun. You know, that sort of thing. And winning as much as anything engenders that to me between games, mm-hmm. which then allows teams, I think, to play their best in the subsequent games. You're going to have a couple losses. You need to be able to ba- bounce back from that. But when you start to get, for instance, like Weber State, they just can't get, they just can't break through. It seems like, and and you talk about the the, the the lid being on the hoop. The lid is on the win right now for the Weber State Wildcats to a certain extent. And you know what? It's hard to get back up and go back to practice and grind and try and get better when this is the way it's going right now. And and so uh, if you're Montana State, I think this is a big a big game for the game itself to get above 500, but also to continue to, to build that energy, especially heading into a, a Cat Grizz game, which I think is going to be an, I mean, it's going to be, it's always exciting, but I think this is going to be, has potential to be a really interesting basketball game and a very competitive one. Totally. Um, the Idaho State's, Bill Evans was the master of the matchup zone. I mean, he, he, he ran it as consistently as anybody in the country, honestly, and he ran it for, Years and years and years and years between his two plus decades at Southern Utah all the way through, then his almost a decade at Idaho State, 
They didn't run as much zone last night against Montana, but they still ran some zone. That's going to be interesting against the Cats because to me the Cats is going to come down to shot selection because they got some dudes who can shoot it, but they got to take good shots. And the thing that's happening right here, I mentioned this two weeks ago, but Harold Fraser averaging 17.6 points per game. He's one of the top five scorers in the league. He hasn't had a game where he's gone off since the first two weeks of the year. He That's went right. off against Utah State. Yes, he did. He went off in the, one of the tournament games in the UNC Greensboro invite thing that they played in earlier. Right now, he's shooting 39% from the floor in conference play, shooting 34% from three. You know, though, what I saw from Harold Frey last night? Now, he missed those two free throws, and and you know that even with the win, that's killing him today. He's, oh, yeah. he's sitting there going, what am I doing? He didn't have a great night shooting last night mm-hmm. by any stretch, but down when he needed it, oh, yeah. he stepped back, buries a three-pointer to give Montana State its first lead in quite a while, and and finished. Like, he he knows when it's go time and you got to have it. He's the guy you want to have there. Chris Paul, in his prime, yeah. was was never more than maybe a 20 to 22-point-per-game score, but it was morally, more he was like an 18 to 20-point-per-game score when he was so good with first the Hornets and then the Clippers. But Chris Paul, the one of the stats that the national media never gave Chris Paul enough credit for, Chris Paul led the NBA in fourth quarter scoring like six or seven years mm. in a row. Mm. That, to me, is what Harold Frey does. He's yeah. averaging 18 a game, but he's getting you eight to ten points in the last eight minutes of games. Mm-hmm. And he's had games where he, a couple weeks ago against Idaho, for example, I think he missed like his first six threes, mm-hmm. but then he hit two in the last four minutes. He know, he's When he is making his shots are at key times. Yeah. And, and, and make no mistake, the guy is, to me, he's playing at an MVP level. He's one of the guys on the ballot right now for Big Sky MVP, even with his shooting splits not being what they maybe what they could be. And I think he'll right. get it on track. And his anticipation defensively, too, is next level. I watched him get a steal because he knew where the ball was going to go before the guy making in the pass knew. Yeah. And I watched him take a charge on the perimeter because he beat the guy with the ball to the spot he was headed to. And... You know, that's that's just instinct, basketball IQ, whatever you want to call it, and he's got it, not to mention the ability to go with it. So so he is the, – the scoring is uh, – not even the scoring, the shooting percentage. I think it does need to come up. Like, he he needs to be more efficient from the floor, but everything else he's doing is, is outstanding. And again, at the end of the day, Adamu made the game-winning shot Harold Frey made the game-winning play. He's the one who did that and got the the victory for Montana State. You know, on the last on the last uh, uh, you know opportunity, real opportunity of the game. Montana Coulter, they are at Weber State tomorrow. Uh, Weber State, we heard Randy Ray in the first in the you know the, the the first hour. They're licking their wounds, man. They've they've had injuries. They had another injury last night, a knee kind of popping out of place. Jarek Harding, even with thirty-one points, Randy Ray says he's at seventy percent. Um, and they're playing a bunch of young guys, freshmen. It's actually interesting that these two teams, in terms of the, the veterans compared to the underclassmen, sort of mirror each other. The Grizzlies got three seniors playing a lot of minutes, and they got three freshmen playing a lot of minutes, and then you mix in there Mac Anderson, Timmy Falls, you know, kind of the, 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 the middle of this thing. But uh, Weber State, however, was not anticipating anticipating playing a bunch of freshmen, whereas the Grizzlies basically were in a, in a lot of ways. And so it, it changes things drastically. You know, Weber state is always going to have a chance, uh, especially, you know, with their talent and at home Montana though, seven and one, is this a game 
where is this the one that ends up close that the Grizzlies fall short on? Because right now, I mean, I would have actually given Montana less of a chance than I did after I talked to Coach Ray. I mean, I felt like Randy Ray is really just struggling to find answers right now. You know what I mean? What else would you – he doesn't even know the starting lineup they're going to have tomorrow in terms of availability. And so it's really hard to go in there and, and create something that works. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, you got to say, hey, Jarek, sorry, here's the ball. Go score it. Coaches say it's a new year, it's a new game, every day's new, we don't remember anything that happened in the past. There's no question that one of the worst losses that Weaver State has experienced under Ray Ray, or maybe just in Big Sky Conference play, period, was in the Big Sky Tournament last year. Mm -hmm. Brett Hine from the Standard Ogden Ogden Examiner said the same thing on this show earlier this week. Jay Flores said that that was Montana's most complete effort as a group. Montana assistant coach Jay Flores. It, it, it was the. It was. I the, mean, they, they killed them. Montana destroyed them. We were. We couldn't believe our eyes what we were watching. We expected Montana to probably win a hard fought game, and they took Weber's will to live. I mean, it was. 40, it was unbelievable. Forty minutes of complete. Well. That was your Burn Street Bistro Burn of the Week. They. They burned the house down. I mean, we were hit like a three at the end of the first half to cut it to 20 right. at halftime. Well, even Jay Flores said they made a three at some point, and he got up and was upset about it, thinking that, that the lead was now 27, and then realized, no, it's 37. I guess I should just sit back down and just be okay. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how much does that linger? You know, yeah, I don't, Cody I don't John, know. Jared Cardi, they remember right. that for right. sure. right. I, I'm just so curious about this the the confidence level of the Weber State program in general right now mm-hmm. because the injuries are certainly something that can deter from your confidence. There's no question about it. But also, when we watched Weber State in Missoula last year play the Grizzlies, the first time the two teams played, Weber was operating with all sorts of confidence. Remember, they went into the locker room up. Cody John hit that buzzer yep. beater, yep. and he's showing his Weber State to the crowd, and they're talking all sorts of smack and. Montana ends up emerging in that game, but that level of swagger did not exist then when the two teams played in Ogden, and it was nowhere to be found in Boise, and so we'll see. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on at Weber from, you know, losing a lot of veteran players to playing a lot of young guys to injuries. But here's, here's conference play for Weber, okay? Lost by two, one by one, lost by eight, lost by one, lost by, like, 14. So they've lost one, by one three times? Uh, that's, yes, lost by one three times. And then one by one against Idaho. <laughs> one in double overtime, or one in overtime against Idaho State. And and then one by one. They, they The only game that they've actually been blown out in, surprisingly, was, was on against Monday. Portland yeah. State. But every other, I mean, two and six, again, same thing with Idaho, right? But two and six for Weaver State. One and, and four in one three of the losses... The three of them were one point games, and another one was was like a one possession, like a two or a three point game. My point is, is like you talk about a team that's losing confidence, a team that's not playing well. You don't lose by one; you lose by twenty five. You know, and they they are not, with the exception of that one Portland State game. Now, obviously, tomorrow maybe maybe that's the night that it happens. Maybe they maybe they phone it in. They're too injured. They can't get on board. The the memories of last year for Cody John and Jared Harding are too much, or maybe Jared Harding and Cody John say, we do remember what happened in the semifinals last year, and that is not okay with us. Let's go. 
and and you know who knows how they're going to come out. And by the way, who knows how Montana is going to come out? You know how where's Said Pritchett at? Is he is he fully good to go and all that kind of stuff? So you know, we'll find out tomorrow evening. The other thing that's interesting is that Weber State right now there was actually fifty two hundred people at the game on Thursday, which was more than any home crowd they've had so far this year. And you say, wow, 5,200, that's a lot. you got to remember that Weber State's basketball stadium holds almost 11,000 people. It's big. Weber yep. leads the league in attendance every year. And even the last couple of years, they've led the league in attendance by almost double without being anywhere close to capacity. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like Montana average. last night. Yeah. It looked empty last night. Exactly. It did, David, I mean, you're right. The, the way that it's shaped like a beehive. It's a cool-looking stadium. It but is. It's, it, it's 50, bigger but 5,200 is less than half full, and they've had times, I mean, Northern Colorado, 4,000. Idaho, 4,200. The home court advantage isn't it there. I mean, mm-hmm. for that place to have any sort of real environment, they need to have 7,500, right. 8,500 people there. It was a better environment in Pocatello last night than it was in, no in Ogden and that and there was I mean probably only three thousand but it was darn near full in Pokemon. Well that that and that's the thing. The there's there's like four gyms that are conducive to looking packed all the time even that's though right. they're not big and that's Idaho State, Southern Utah, Eastern Washington and Sac State. You can get fifteen hundred people and you're gonna look like you're full. No doubt. It's two tell Nuanas, one oh two nine ESPN radio. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. On the other side, our match from student of the week, Abe Legas. He's from, are you ready? Wisconsin. But he's playing hockey in Helena. So we'll talk to him uh, right after this. Hey, the Smash Life Bank Slalom is this Saturday, January 25th, tomorrow, people, tomorrow at Lost Trail Powder Mountain. It's the ninth one, ninth annual one. It's a celebration of the life of Aaron Robinson and Dylan Candelaria, also of snowboarding and the friendships that have been made because of them. It's also a fundraiser for the A-Rob Plant a Seed Project, which is run by his mother, Pam, to give kids the opportunity to ski or snowboard on his favorite mountain, which is up in Whitefish. Also, the winners of the men's and women's division received the golden ticket to go to the 2020 Mount Baker legendary bank slalom. So you win this bank slalom, you go to Baker, you're already into uh, the legendary bank slalom there at Baker uh, at, at uh, Baker Mountain. Uh, so go check that thing out. Also, how about this? Right now, you go on uh, to your phone and you text POWDER to 31996. 31996. 996 text powder you're gonna get the information that you need about the snow conditions which at lost trail are always great it is after all powder mountain but also you're gonna be put in for a five punch pass you get five days of free skiing at lost trail uh for this season so they're gonna pull a winner from that thing so again right now go to your phones text powder to 31996 lost trail powder mountain You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. 
Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Well, happy to be joined now by our mattress firm student of the week. He hails from Wisconsin, but is currently living in Helena, playing hockey for the Helena Bighorns. Abe Legas uh, joins us. Abe, how are you, man? Good. How about you? Yeah, we're doing great. Appreciate you being with us. And uh, this is this is cool, man, because a lot of times we talk to uh, kids who are in high school, and you're a senior in high school right now, and they're going to different schools around the state of Montana. But you are actually doing school online through your hometown in Wisconsin because you came to Helena uh, a year ago to play hockey for the Bighorns. Talk to us about that because it's interesting how young guys play hockey, travel to hockey, and and are still though in you know in high school doing it. Yeah, I mean, Coach Richards recruited me here to develop my game, and I had to go online so it wouldn't mess up my baseball in the spring. And when you got to Helena, what did you think? I mean, had you been to Montana before? Or what was your what did you think you were getting into coming over to the to the mountainous region of the United States? I mean, I didn't really know what to expect. I was a little nervous, but the mountains are beautiful here. Traveling, Don't get to see back home. traveling around, I'm sure you've learned a lot, and I'm maybe probably homesick too. So, what's the experience like, just from a lifestyle perspective? And what have you learned? You know, just kind of living in different places, away from your parents, and and having kind of an atypical high school experience. I mean, I'm living the dream. Like, I miss I miss my family and friends, but my Bill family here is awesome, and they treat me like I'm part of the family. So, it makes it pretty easy for me. What's your favorite part about Helena? Uh, probably my teammates and the fans. It's cool though, too, because you know we it, it, the uh, the Missoula Bruins obviously are the counterpart here in uh, in this in this town, and they talked about the billet families and having kids come and stay with them, and what a great experience it is. And and you can vouch for that, right? Like coming from a place and moving in with a family, kind of like a little bit maybe weird at first, but then all of a sudden, like kind of at some point, you're just part of the group, right? Oh yeah, it's awesome. I mean. They treat me amazing, and I get along with the kids super well. So You have free reign in the pantry, it. Abe? Are you just able to walk in there and <laughs> just start ripping into the mac and cheese or whatever it is that you get your hands on? Oh, yeah. They feed me pretty good here. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Abe Legg is joining us. He's our Magic Firm Student of the Week. And, Abe, this is cool, man, because you've done a whole bunch of stuff. You've been ringing the bell for the for the Salvation Army, collecting food donations and all that. And, I mean, this is not even your hometown that you're doing this in. It's not like you, you know, grew up knowing people and stuff like that. So w- what got you into that? Is that with the hockey team to some extent? But why, do you, why is that something that you've kind of consistently done since you've been in, in, in the capital? I mean – it's just good things to do, and the hockey team introduced me to it, and I kind of just gravitated towards it. And, I mean, probably my favorite thing to do in the community is help out with the Helena's youth hockey program. What sort of things do you like working with the, with the kids? What sort of things has that maybe taught you? Uh, it's just taught me that, like, being a player here, like a lot of kids look up to you and 
just to be a good role model for him. One of the ways you got to be a good role model when you're playing hockey is being a good fighter, Abe. How you doing? How you, when you squaring up with guys there at the <laughs> in the hockey in the in the rink? Are you getting your are you getting yours out of that thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of a fighter, but I usually leave that to the bigger guys. There you go. That's right. You let the you do the skill. You keep all your teeth in your head, and you let those guys go pound on each other a little bit, right? Abe, one more thing for me, okay? This is too good. Just say hockey for me, would you? Hockey. Oh, this man from Wisconsin <laughs> playing hockey. It's too good to be true. Hey, Abe, we appreciate you being with us, man. Thanks so much, and, and keep up the good work both on and off the ice, all right? I will. Thanks for having me on. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure am i right absolutely got to be cyber safe this day and age well for you business owners out there whether you have an online business or a brick and mortar business it's still running through the web we all know that's a fact and in today's always on world your business demands a simpler approach to network security at blackfoot communications they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of montana they do they're keeping everybody cyber secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. I haven't talked hardly at all about the Super Bowl, man. I realize what? I mean, I think that the, the world is a matter. No, with I, I'm I'm down to talk about it every second of next week. I just think that the exhaustive nature of the coverage for two weeks yeah, is. I'm glad. I'm just saying. I'm glad we haven't talked about it till right now, yeah. and I, now we will talk about it yeah. exhaustively until it occurs. Well, and I'm not going to sit here and like try and like start breaking this thing down or anything like that. Here's what I want to talk about. Okay, prop bets. Have you seen? The prop bet that's out right now. No. A hundred to one odds you can get on Shanahan giving up a 28 to three lead to lose. Like, why is that a uh, number? Well, I mean, I don't know why it's a number. I suppose you could probably get 14 to three. I don't know why. There's a whole bunch of these things out here. Do you, what, what games do you, do you do the squares for the Super Bowl? No. Do you do anything for the Super Bowl? What do you do for the Super Bowl? Eat. Where? I don't know. It, it changes. <laughs> I, I, we always leave you down this road where you make me sound like I'm such this weird guy. You want to watch at home by yourself so you can focus I on the game. Watch, I, like to, I like to throw my own party so that I can invite people that don't annoy me. So no because, because No, that's not true. No, you always make it sound like everybody <laughs> annoys me. Annoy you. Yeah, you, who, neither who? of you guys annoy oh, me. Oh, that's a lie. I I, I, I I guess what I'm saying is it's not the annoyance of the of the humans. It's it's just that I like watching football and like really watching it. Yeah, and and I I don't like having to like explain what's going on or I don't like. I mean, who's that? I like to watch football with people. My, my brother seriously seriously knows every player in the NFL. Yeah, seriously, he's, he's a savant. You can be like, who who is this? You know, fifth defensive lineman for the Falcons. He'd be like, oh, that guy, you know, he's from Missouri and he's been in the league for like five years. He knows everyone. That's why I like to watch games with you, except for that sometimes, you know, the the mania of the circus that is your 
your offspring. It's, it's really the rabbit that Ryan uh, doesn't it. even like to watch games at his house. Oh, I know not. he doesn't, but he's a he's a very strong man for doing it. <laughs> well, you've turned a big, a lot of, you've you've turned a big corner though. Yeah. Have I? Oh, absolutely. In what way? In saying to your oldest daughter, "Go downstairs and play," and she yeah. takes the other two, yeah. and they almost always listen now. Yeah. It used to be, "No, I'm going to play right here. We're actually going to put on a full play for you." And yeah, now they I mean, go downstairs and practice. It instead. is nice to have a halftime show for every game you ever watch. I must say, the uh, costume selection at the Two Tell House too, stellar. Oh, I got a great video to show you when we're done here. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I'm with, the thing about the Super Bowl to me that is. It, one of the things I love about the Super Bowl is that it is such a national and frankly global, but certainly national community event. Mm-hmm. It is something that is with the you know the music. We got what Shakira and J Lo at halftime this year, whatever it is, where where they're throwing, they're casting the widest net that it's possible to cast for a single event that exists. Like this, it, it, it's it it has bigger numbers than than literally anything else. Am I right about this? I the mean, Super Bowl, yes. the sh- halftime show of this? No, no, the, just, just the whole, oh, right, right, the, totally. whole the Super Bowl. Okay? Yes, and then you brought up the halftime show, which remains the worst take you've ever had on the show ever. You well, were bemoaning. You takes. were bemoaning the fact that Shakira and Jennifer Lopez no, 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 were the halftime no, show. No, yes, no, you were. No, Jennifer Lopez. Shakira amazing. is fine. Stop. I'm okay with that. Stop. This here is the thing, though. It's like the most low risk halftime show of all time. In terms of being bad, because it doesn't matter. They're phenomenal dancers. The performance is going to be excellent. It is excruciatingly high risk for very number of reasons. The number. I don't. Reasons. I don't know how many of those are bad. Oh my goodness! It's well, it's it's. Are you it, alive? It has such a huge chance to be a, just the biggest. Bomb. Oh man, I don't even know. I think so, that like almost every man, woman, and child well, wants to watch Jennifer Lopez perform. First of all. The point is, is that enough do that it continues to be the biggest deal because it brings in all the non-football people. And there's enough football people in the world that are going, well, I don't care what you do, but I'm watching this game that it brings everybody in. And now everybody's participating in it. I am, however, (laughs) I am, however, with you in this respect. The Super Bowl is actually one of the games that it turns out that sometimes I feel like I see the least of because of the 45 cheese dips and bean dips and drinks and overflowing punch bowls and people trafficking, whether it's your house, whether it's another house. And that's part of the fun of it and the whole thing. What I would love to do is show up at you know, nine ten in the morning, hang out with everybody for four or five hours, and then go twenty minutes the before kickoff, yeah. get the heck out of here and go walk into the to the to the game, man, to watch this thing. So I'm with you on that. You know, as far as it goes, Kansas City, San Francisco. Here's my just very initial gloss on this. Everybody's pumped up. Best offense in the world, best defense in the world. Let's see what happens. And I'm with you. And it could turn out to be an epic struggle. Nobody, not nobody, but obviously the other side of the ball actually might be the thing that determines this thing, whether the Kansas City defense can figure out a way to deal with the offensive line and the run game of the San Francisco 49ers, which I'm not sure they can be. The other thing is this. Because they're the best offense in the Kansas City Chiefs and the best defense in the San Francisco 49ers does not mean they're equal, okay? I don't know which one is better than the other, but my impression is that in the course of this game, we aren't going to see 
equal but opposite forces at work. No. We're going to see either the Kansas City offense or the San Francisco defense be clearly better than their opponent, and that is the team that will win this game, I think, and I'm a little bit concerned. Not, I want this to be a great game. I have no rooting interest in this football game, okay? I all I would love I want to see 10 overtimes in the Super Bowl if I can get it, okay? Whatever. I'm I am a little concerned and I don't know which way I lean right now that one of these is going to get it rolling that that the defense and the ca- game calling and everything of San Francisco is just going to completely shellack and shut down and close up Kansas City or the Kansas City offense is going to be so uncorked and when they do their thing where they don't score one touchdown, they score three or seven, that that all of a sudden this defense, when it looks so great but is also so young, isn't everything that it's been up to this point. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Kansas City scores a touchdown, hits a big play, and the next time it's a three and out with two sacks. Maybe that's what happens. I don't know. But I, I think that at some point you're going to see that happen in this football game, that where middle third quarter, heading into the fourth quarter, you go – this is the, of these two entities, Casey's offense, San Francisco's defense, this is the one that's better than the other one. Everybody talks about defense and running when it comes to the playoffs. There's no question who the better team is when it comes to that. We also haven't seen an offense like this. That said, this is what they said. Remember, this? you know what game this reminds me of? And I don't think it's going to go this way, but this game reminds me of the Seahawks and the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl. And the greatest offense that we had seen in the greatest single season of any quarterback we'd ever seen and how is it going and what happened cam chancellor happened right malcolm smith of all things happened. i mean it was and it and, and it's not going to be help us 45 to 8 okay but uh you know it it is i have yet to see the offensive revolution that is passing and scoring in football actually be the thing that ultimately wins out in the end. Maybe you can say the national championship of college this year, right? LSU may be the counterexample to that argument. We'll see. But also, we, one man's opinion here, have never seen anything like Patrick Mahomes before. I mean, Patrick Mahomes paired with Tyreek Hill, good dagnab luck to you. You know, that's, that's, that's what I think. But also, I don't know, Bosa? D. D. Ford, the Forrest Buckner. Good luck to you. So I, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where to go. There you go. There's my thoughts on the Super Bowl. Thanks for leaving me so much time. You got plenty of time. You had like three minutes. I only did three. Uh, it comes down to to me what about the matchup. So I'm saying we got the matchup. Oh yeah. Oh right. Play it. <laughs> That's part of the thing. You got no take. You enjoy the mashup. I think a lot of guys, they get delusions of grandeur. Oh, Montana. If this was any more than 100 years ago, I would have been dead 20 years ago. Is this legal? It was just ugly. I thought our offense killed us. 30 Division One conferences in men's college basketball. The Big Sky, the highest number of close games by percentage of any conference in the country. I don't get that at all. You could call it the most hotly contested. We all have something. I don't claim to be in the best shape of mine or anybody else's life. No one in the league has a guy that you can play at the five. They can run the high ball screen and then can pop and shoot a three. Everybody's their own individual and has their own path or whatever that they've been on. Oh, it's vomit. We got to figure out when you're on the air. We got to have like a red light or something that shows that this <laughs> is going out on the radio. I never know if you're speaking on the radio or just into my headset. 
I do know when you're not speaking at all. This would be one of those moments. I probably should have been in the Pac-12. I'm in the big sky. This is what I was supposed to be doing. No. Are you no, out of your mind? No. What year are you living in? Dude, these things are 45 stories high. They got full-on circuses on the thing. So no one really knows. Jackpot. A world record pile of dog dung. There's a lot to talk about here. And he's laying there yiping and hollering. So I go over to him and I'm petting the dog. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Starts pooping. And it's just just piles of poop piling up. And he's looking at me. He goes, ah, and he passes away. Sorry, I can't breathe. It's a genetic deficit. Kansas, Duke, Oklahoma, Vanderbilt, and Wichita State are the only teams who have a higher winning percentage at home than the Montana Grizzlies. Biggest news on a national level out of Weaver State this week, Jake Constantine, senior-to-be quarterback, Entered the transfer portal earlier this week. Brett Hine, who covers Weber State Athletics for the Ogden Standard Examiner. My gut on that is just that he started at Boise State and he was kind of that level of player out of high school and, and perhaps he wants to get one more crack at that. It's always swallowing and breathing and hiccuping and burping and coughing. I don't know what's going on. You in know, there. we all have strengths and weaknesses. At least I can walk. I put that against any human that has, will, or does live. It's not the cream of the crop as it once was. He is not good. Can I get a cough button that works? Was the right question. Ooh-wee! Gold. Gold! Everyone better than the last one. Everything you said about the Super Bowl is correct, except for that there's one factor. It's the, <laughs> the, the Niners, to play their style, Yeah, it comes down to one thing. Can they run the ball? Can because run the it? best defense yeah. is a run, ball control offense. Yeah, it's true. Patrick Mahomes might not have seven possessions if the Chiefs can't stop the run. It's true, which I'm not sure they'll be able to. Boys and girls, this and plenty more. Enjoy the Pro Bowl? Is that what we say? Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.